This podcast is brought to you by the OGC, the best gaming community around where you can play in weekly tournaments and live streams with Obi every day. Join now at patreon.com backslash Obi One Plays. What is up, OG Cast? This is your host, Red13, coming back for episode five of the OG Cast. I am joined here today with Ghost Wolf, KT the Wolverine, Super Mario making his debut appearance, and Fear McDeal. What is up, everyone? Hope you guys are having a great night. Don't forget, we are still doing a giveaway. It is for an eShop code. You guys just need to go ahead and email me why you think you should win the eShop code and what is your favorite game for the Switch. And you can send that email over to red13ogcast at gmail.com. It's R-E-D-X-I-I-I-O-G-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. All right. How are you guys doing tonight? Good evening, everyone. Skadoosh. What's up, everybody? It's been a while. Yes, it has. It has been a long while. Yep. We didn't have a podcast. We didn't have a podcast this week because I was at the Super Bowl, but I wasn't actually there at the game. I was working in the World Congress Center in Atlanta, which was like literally right next to the stadium. But it was still fun. I got to see a lot of cool things and uh, some uh, pro football players doing free autograph signings from other teams. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Too bad the uh, game was Super Bowl. Yeah. I really wanted the Rams to win. (laughs) I did too. Super Bowl? More like super dull. Anybody? Anybody? Okay, I'm done. My fair. fair. Super Bowl? More like super bore. I know that Ghost at one point posted in Discord. He was like, it's the super bowel. And I was like, bowel movement? What? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I missed that bowl. (laughs) <laughs> yes. and then I, I threat myself and yep. uh, the half the halftime show was pretty awful as well it was see, so I didn't boring. get to see and it you're lucky I, I couldn't avert my eyes to Adam Levine stripping on stage revealing his gross weird body <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty bad <laughs> see I was trying to ask people who were doing the halftime show come on yeah, I was trying it to figure was, uh, out who was doing it like earlier in the the day, and I was so disappointed to find out it was Travis Scott, Adam Levine, and like some other random boy. person. We need a Bruno Mars, dude. We Bruno, need Bruno Mars back. Bruno Mars did a concert the night before. It was Bruno Mars and Cardi B in the State Farm Arena. I was so tempted to try to like use my credentials to like sneak in, but it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> bro, bro, my thing is. You had that concert, and you couldn't register them for the Super Bowl. They were in the city. I think a lot of people denied the Super Bowl, though. I deny it. Because like, so, I, I heard they asked a lot of I people, and they, they were like, like, no. I think the reason why they did that whole SpongeBob thing was to get people to watch the Super Bowl. Bro, like, my, bro um, I remember one tweet was like, neither team was to go to the White House. Not me, not me. Dang. <laughs> well. Yes, but um, I I, I was but, um, really sad. I was also sad that Big Boy only did one song. But you know, I was really I was looking forward to him. Oh, yeah, I love that song. But uh, he only did one song, and the rest of the 
halftime show was just really lame. I was just disappointed. I was I was disappointed, and I ate way too much uh, Super Bowl food. So yeah. I do have to say the only saving grace for the Super Bowl was those uh, drone lanterns were pretty cool. Oh, they have the drones doing a uh, like light show. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was actually oh. pretty cool. Good use yeah. of drones. I think the Disney World. Disney World started using the drone light show um, and they said something like they might replace the fireworks but the fireworks show at the end when Disney closes is it's the, the best. best. It really is. It, it's so magical and actually I've gone to Disney World uh, more than 10 times. Lucky. And that's my favorite part really. It's just so nice. Yeah. I like Disney World. Well. I've yet to go to Disney World. Wow, you need to go. It's it's really cool. Yeah, I grew up poor. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, tonight we have some great topics for tonight. We are going to be talking about how GDC had some things come out because it's coming up soon. And uh, there was a post about Xbox Live wanting to be put on mobile devices and within the listing they had the Nintendo Switch listed on there as one of the mobile devices that they want to use for Xbox Live but then all of a sudden that post got deleted which is insane um I don't understand how that's even possible you know what does this mean for us as people who have a switch are we gonna get xbox games now or is it just microsoft's way of helping us out with our online infrastructure giving us you know actual voice chat actual servers for our games i don't know microsoft and xbox lately have been kind of buddy buddy together what do you guys think finally the nes has arrived about time yeah nintendo and xbox ha you're so funny ghost I know, right? I'm, 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 I have all the jokes. Yeah, so give me so, a few free seconds to figure that one out. So, what do you think Xbox Live on Switch is going to be like? Well, anyone's saying that, well, we're going to get Halo on Switch. I don't think so. I think it's more going to be helping them build an online service that can help with cross-play. So, like, we'll be able to play um, Jump Force if it ever comes to Switch with Xbox and Switch. Um, fires together on Switch, you know. I well, think more things like that will be possible with a better online service from Nintendo. I think we're going to see an upgrade. Just generate more of that. I know what to use, I think. Well, um, I recently just saw an article about the uh, Apex you know, Battle Royale game, and developers want to bring that to the Switch. And that's one of the things about, you know, crossplay. They they always want to do crossplay, but you know, Sony being the king console right now, as they they feel they are, they don't want to do crossplay. So if Nintendo and Xbox get into a partnership where they can do crossplay and and um, really corner that market, PlayStation is going to be by itself. It's going to have to figure out why, how people are going to want to play on their system if there is no crossplay except for only PC players. Whereas what Xbox and Nintendo will do with PC and mobile, because Xbox is coming, Xbox Live is wants to bring it to their mobile devices as well. So, who knows? Really? Could you imagine if Xbox and Nintendo joined forces, where it would just be 
one unit Mega versus console. yeah versus PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be nuts. R.I.P. Well, yeah. R.I.P. PlayStation, because I feel like this is going to hurt the next gen. Like you know, PlayStation Five, Xbox Two, Switch, whatever you call it. And like that releases, bro, and they have no crossplay, and the like, PlayStation is just on its own island. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think. Uh, I don't think we would see one unit. I think we could see an online service being like you know, like instead of calling it Xbox Live for Switch, you know, you know, like Nintendo has weird names like Smash Brothers for Wii U. I could see them doing like microsoft online and then that being the broad thing so we have microsoft online for switch mobile devices all that stuff which it's the same thing as xbox live but just won't have that branding that way nintendo can still sell their own games their own units their own things but it'll have microsoft online compatibility that's just my thoughts um yeah and i agree like i feel like there's gonna be more compatibility crossplay yeah crossplay especially on xbox I think crossplay is like the future of all games at this point, all third-party games that come out on multi-plat. Crossplay, it, it, it has to be there. Um, yeah. That's just the way things are now. No one cares what yeah, console think, you have; they just want to play. I think the future yeah. of gaming is that's going to be streaming anywhere, anytime, because most um, infrastructure for internet in cities are getting to be up. I think uh, New York is going up to five G very soon. And you can get the internet with your own um, cable company provider, or you can do something called Link NYC, which is basically the the MTA's version of um, of internet. And like almost every street, co- every other street corner will have a Link NYC where you can plug in your phone if you need to make an emergency call, and it's also a Wi-Fi hub. So who who knows? I mean, if if Xbox and Nintendo keep with the streaming content and portable streaming uh, devices. I think that's what the future will be. Wow, that's a lot like Japan because I know Japan almost like every big city. There's that's Wi-Fi 7G everywhere right now. That's insane. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, Always connected you know, society. Mm-hmm. I, that's I why they just... made that scary movie about the the whole uh, the ghosts killing people over Wi-Fi. You had to go to like a dead zone. Oh, what's the name of that movie? What was the name of that movie? No, it wasn't Ghost Wolf. It was Ghost Puppets. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. I'm just, I'll think about. It. I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Um, that's the sequel, bro. Well, I would just, of- I would just hope. Oh, I would just hope that uh, they wouldn't stop selling uh, physical copies of games because I very much like physical copies. Not just so much that uh, it's. I, I like to play it rather than stream it or whatever. I just like having physical copies so that I can just have them and, and hold them. Like collectible. Well, the, the physical wow, copy is going to be like a black market type thing. It's going to be a guy yeah. with a chest for like, what you buying? <laughs> Want to buy, <laughs> buy a physical copy? <laughs> I got yeah. this. The, Limited the run. Oh, shut my eyes. I burnt my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I really want physical games to still be a thing because i am just a big collector but not all games always come in physical forms so therefore we had an announcement of the next two nes games for the nes online and we get kirby and mario 2 mario brothers 2 i think something like that yeah 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 
Are they I've never even... beaten that game. I've never once beaten that game. I beat is... it by warping, and then I beat it normally. Yep. But is it worth it to have it on the, you know, online? Like, what kind of online mode would you do? Like, oh, you die past the controller, and somebody else could beat the stage, or like... I mean, it's just Mario Brothers. They gave you know, us actually, Mario Bros. U. I actually have a lot of fun playing Mario, uh, like Mario 3 with my cousin. He comes over and we, we play, we play two player. And, you know, we, we get real stupid about it, but it's a good time. Um, those games are, are classics for reasons. Uh, so I think it would be fun. Um, mm -hmm. Just to have just those two games added, mm, I would maybe want some other games fingers crossed for snes games eventually coming mm -hmm. come on but uh while we wait i guess that's it's not too bad it, yeah. they're they're good games they're not obscure um it could be worse so yeah that's, but that's what i I'm would saying. love 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 classic super mario rpg or yes. chrono trigger or even Final Fantasy VI. Everybody's talking about all these other Final Fantasy remakes. I want VI. That's my favorite Final Fantasy. Sorry, Red. Sorry. I know you. I know. Final Fantasy VII is the best. Of Final Fantasy VII. And I agree, it's good for what it is. But VI is very good for what they pulled off. It was the only reason why I started learning how to play piano. Because it was to play that music from number six. Uh, yeah. But, uh... I don't know. These two NES games are what's confirmed, but you know, of course, they're going to throw in like a special version of another game and maybe a secret game. And um, mm -hmm. pro tip, if you have a Japanese eShop account, you can download the Japanese version of the NES online and play the Japanese games and get all the extra games that Japan gets and play online too. So that's what yeah. I do. Yeah, that's what I, I did that from like day one. I was like, huh, I wonder if this will work. I'm technically paying for my Switch online with my, you know, US account, but would it let me still play these games online with Japanese? Lo and behold, it worked. So I get all the cool artwork. Um, even like the Zelda, Legend of Zelda has different music because that was actually Famicom disc system mm -hmm. as opposed to a cartridge version of the game. So like there's just nice. neat little things here and there with the Japanese version of the NES online. Um, plus, I love all things Japanese. And uh, the Kirby game for the NAS Online. Kirby, I love all the Kirby games. Ever since I played Kirby 64, uh, Nightmare in Dreamland on the Game Boy Advance was really, really good. So I think us getting an actual Kirby game, co-op, you know, NES, it, he needs some love. That, that's all I can say. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I've actually been playing uh, Kirby Star Allies during the day. Um, and it, I think it's been getting a lot of hate. It's a fun game. Too bad it's short, but uh, overall, I think it's fun. So I think it's pretty cool that Kirby's coming to the Switch. Yeah, I mean, it got a lot of hate because it wasn't 60 frames a second. But aside from that, I mean, it's still a great game. Like, I guess the beef was, oh, we got Mario Odyssey at 60 frames per second, and you can't make a 2D platformer 60 frames a second. Like, does it need to be 60 frames per second? I don't know. Like, there's, just, there's just some people just who are just crazy about frame rate. a niche market that doesn't need to be 60 frames. If it's playable, then just enjoy it for what it is. Exactly. It's like it doesn't need to be 4K either. <clears throat> most people most people don't have 4K TVs, and yet people are like, oh, 1080p, 720? No! No! Yeah. But it's, it's fine. For me. And it's like, it's do you fine. even have money to afford the better stuff and you're complaining about it? Like, come on now. But, Come yeah. 
That's, that's I ridiculous. I say people complain, just go out and make your own game. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's it. You're so right on that. And speaking of making your own software for, you know, any th- games or anything out there, there's a company called Vivox. They're releasing a software development kit to add text and voice chat to pretty much every single Nintendo Switch game there is. Um, at least what they're claiming here. Uh, I think this is great because Nintendo's online features at this point are kind of bad. You know, everyone's been talking about it, complaining about it. The lack Have of voice chat. Yeah, the, the dislike ratio on every online video is always the dislikes are crazy high. Higher than the likes. But I mean, Fortnite has in-game chat. Uh, Warframe has in-game chat. There's several games that just natively have in-game voice chat. Um, but that's with, because of the developer's side. Exactly. It has nothing to do with Nintendo. But I think this development kit that Vivox is releasing will make it to where it'll just work on any game. Like, in the similar fashion. So Well, I hope it's good. Yeah. I mean, we all use Discord, you know, here <clears throat> as our primary form of chat. But I mean, like, for the people that like to do party chats and stuff, like, within the system hardware... Like, I feel for them, because, like, I love doing that on my PS4. Just make a party chat, and you could be playing any game, no matter what it is. You don't have to play the same game they're playing, and you can still chat. I think that's the game changer. And I guess that's why we use Discord. Nothing like having a bunch of uh, 12-year-olds tell me how bad I am at Fortnite. Uh, that that was my first experience <clears throat> Excuse me, into Fortnite. I didn't know that the chat was on. I was getting my feet wet into the game. And I had never seen gameplay of it. And I had the chat on and these 12-year-olds are, What are you doing? You suck! What are you... You're wasting your ammo. Why are you running into the storm? I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, children. Please stop yelling at me. <laughs> yeah, at least it's not as bad as Xbox Live back in the day where this kid kept yelling his username. <clears throat> I'm Starscream! I'm Starscream! I'm like, bro, <laughs> we know you're Starscream. <laughs> Like, can you can you chill? This is Battlefield Three. Like, bro, ugh. um, I remember, um, I was at my cousin Jacob's house. I was playing Overwatch. Some kid was doing a healer class, and then he was yelling at me for not healing when I was a attacker class, and he wasn't even healing himself. Oh wow, yeah. Uh, I'm like child. Child, please. Yeah. What have your children been feeding you? <laughs> That's crazy. Well, I just hope this uh, software really changes the game for Nintendo's first party. Um, yeah, we just need voice chat, better online, Xbox Live or Microsoft Live, whatever they want to call it. And I, as it's going to be called the NS, or else I will protest. Yeah, they just they just need way better <laughs> online, way better online, but. Before Better Online, companies need to learn how to release games. Because Ghost, Ghost Wolf <laughs> sent me this picture of these different release dates for games coming different. out this month. And check this out. They're not really different at all, man. <laughs> yeah. We have Far Cry 5, or Far Cry New <laughs> Dawn. The way the guy said it was hilarious. Um, coming out February 15th. Yay, Far Cry. Cool. We have Crackdown 3 with... Terry Crews, February 15th. You see where this is going? <clears throat> Goku here, Jump Force, 
February 15th. And then we have Metro Exodus, February 15th. Like, why are these three, four games, three or four games coming out the same day? And then Anthem drops on the 22nd. That's like... It's just like everything is in competition. Yeah, it's like, how are you going to play through three game, three or four games and then try to play so, Anthem? See, this is why I miss about games back in the day where it was like PlayStation or PlayStation 2, GameCube. Game developers took three to five years to make a game. Then they didn't cut and paste the game every year with a different story. So there's quality over the quantity. So now you have all these different companies conflicting with each other because they want to get the quick buck. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. And like I think it really started with Call of Duty making the whole trend of releasing a new game every year. Which then a lot of sports games, of course, you know, football, basketball, started doing. And then other games just started following suit. Like, oh, we're just going to make a new one next year. You know, charge you $60. Yeah, Assassin's Creed was another one. See, like, I loved all the Assassin's Creed games until we got to where, uh, what was the main character's name when he first got in the Animus? Um, Desmond. When they killed off Desmond, yeah. that's when I quit liking the game. Because the whole point was like, you know, you're in the Animus, you're doing all the Assassin stuff, and then he was learning the powers and the abilities in the real world from all his travels. And I was like, okay, then we're going to get to this whole futuristic side of the game where you could, you're could, you an Assassin in the modern day. But then that never happened. They just killed him off, and then they're like, oh, Abstergo Industries, oh, you, you can go into this thing. And it, it just felt fake from then on. It was just like... Why am I playing a game to play a, a simulator? You yeah, know, it was a forced narrative. Yeah, it was, I, I <clears> didn't <throat> like that at all. I never played Watch Dogs either. I heard that was good too. But I haven't tried to get into it. I'm like, no. But like, but like the thing that gets me mad is that these companies had to have some idea that was happening. Like they had to had some indication. 15, 15, 15. <laughs> Not one of them to be a better man and say, okay. There's four games, and there's one of us. Let's just move our release date before we announce it. No, see, but the thing is that the people who develop it are under um, pressure from the people who are publishing it. And the people who are publishing it are under pressure of the shareholders and the investors. If the investors say, I want this game to be out at a certain time, we want to make our money back, they have to do it. Which is funny about like with Nintendo's first party uh, products, they can put it whenever they want. I mean, <clears throat> Yoshi's Woolly, uh, Yoshi's Crafted World was done back in December, and they're pushing it to March, right? Actually, March? actually, Yoshi's Crafted World <clears throat> had a release date. I believe it, uh, it was leaked on a Best Buy website for 2017. Mm-hmm. Like, and then it got 2017. Yeah, and then they um because yeah. said Yoshi, you know, whatever Switch. And it was just like a placeholder. And then they announced it at E3, and it was like 2018. And they didn't have a name yet. It was just like Yoshi Switch 2018. Mm-hmm. Then they finally, after a long while, were like, oh, it's called Yoshi's Crafted World. And it's going to come out in 2019. And I was like, bro, like, when is this game going to come out? Because remember, we got the actual gameplay tr- trailer right when they announced Metroid Prime 4. And they only showed us mm-hmm. space and a logo. And that was two years ago. 
So yeah, it was E three two years ago that they exactly they, the treehouse. They were sitting down playing Yoshi's Crafted World. It looked like it was done. Yeah, and they had those the, all those videos about them <clears throat> making the yarn amiibo, and I think I mm-hmm. think that was the same thing they were talking about. The inspiration behind Woolly yeah, World, the, the felt amiibo, yeah, yeah, and then they were talking about in the next game. That's where they kind of took their inspiration from, but it's not exactly a hundred percent like the Woolly World. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. They wanted to do something different. I think I may be wrong. Maybe they showed the yarn stuff like at the year before, but I just remember there was a lot of Yoshi talk that year and nothing for Metroid. But everyone online was waiting. talking Metroid. I think they were waiting for uh, the Labo collaboration with the Yoshi game. But see, they didn't even talk about what the Labo collaboration is for that game. They just saw the game. Even in the 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 the, the sneak commercial they put on uh, on Twitter, <clears throat> it says nothing about the the Labo collaboration. I didn't even know there it. was a Labo collaboration for Yoshi's Craft World. Honestly, it's a conspiracy. Because literally, when Labo came out of like left field, when it just came up on YouTube randomly, it was like Nintendo Labo. I'm like, what is this? Is this like a cool new game? And I see cardboard and all this, and I'm like, okay, um, what? Try outside of the box. You know what got me? You know what got me actually with Labo is when I, I thought it was really cool when uh, at the beginning when they were putting it all together. And it was silent until the guy played the first note on the piano. I went, what? Mm-hmm. What? I thought that was insane. It was really cool. Cool concept. Um, I've actually heard recently that the um, there there are more plans for Labo. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is in the future, but they're planning on doing some stuff uh, this year and possibly next year with Labo. So I guess we'll wait for that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want them to make like a sword fighting game with Labo, you know, maybe like a Lego Star Wars Labo edition or like. Can you imagine children beating each other with cardboard? That would not last. Oh, joy no, comes flying out of house. the cardboard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not know? in my house. No, no, no. <laughs> I saw something cool. I was at, I was at uh, Disney Springs. This is when I, I went to go play Kingdom Hearts 3 with Obi. Um, we went into mm-hmm. the store Uniqlo. And uh, they had like this cardboard samurai armor that you could buy for like kids or whatnot. It looked pretty cool. And I was like, "Yo, if Nintendo did like a samurai Labo thing, like that'd be pretty sweet." Um, no, I have a better idea. Release Ninja Gaiden and make Ninja Gaiden Labo. Mm, no, I don't nah. think they would do that. It's a third party. If they released no. Ninja Gaiden, they would give us an amiibo. And then add Ryu yeah. Hayabusa to Smash Brothers, but okay, that's no, no, way right, out no, of right, field. Just talking in my dream world, bro. That's just like like a dream come true. Yeah. Speaking of adding characters to fighting games, Ghost Wolf swears that Shaggy is going to be in Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> bro, did you no all way, see? Dude. Bro, have you all seen the memes? <laughs> the petition. <laughs> I think it's like fifty thousand something, and it's that's just ridiculous. That's just like when people voted for Harambe in the presidential election of Trump and Hillary. Like, I was like, wow. And it, and there was an entry. Um, people voted for these nuts. Like, I remember I, seeing I, that. My, I sent in my ballot, for, my ballot for that one. Thank you. No, and the funniest um thing I saw was a picture. You know how they do the different colors for Democratic, Republican, and it's like all the states. Um, 
they said mm-hmm. we all know who's on team valor and like half of the thing was red and the rest are blue and there's like one little speck for instinct and i was like oh my goodness the pokemon go Aww. references are real right now i was just like <laughs> i was i was just laughing the entire time i was like i don't care like you know who's voting for who but this is just funny right now <laughs> Bro, my, like, I remember, bro, about all those people who vote for Mickey Mouse every, every election. Yeah, Mickey Mouse is never going to become president because he's a king. He doesn't need to be president. Mm-hmm. Well, bro, there you like, go. like, 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 if you want Shaggy, I guess, in the fighting game, the most likely chance you can get is maybe. The, the one character, well, not really a character, because he's already a character in Mortal Kombat, Jax, um, I would actually like for them to do a character model like they did with uh, Crackdown. You know, Terry Crews is technically the face of Crackdown now. Put Terry Crews mm-hmm. as Jax in Mortal Kombat 11. I saw someone do an artwork render. He fits so well. And I'm like, they just need to do that. Because we already have that one wrestler lady as Sonya Blade voicing her and everything. And she kind of looks like Sonya Blade. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey, yeah. Like, so, like, give us more, like... I guess celebrity people who are cool, not jerks, but like cool celebrity people um, in video games like that, like fighting games, different things like that. Just kind of change it up because it's been a long time because Mortal Kombat was known for having like the digitized, realistic looking people back in the day. You know, it's kind of like a harken back to the old school times. Yeah, it's a mocap style. Yeah. And speaking of going backwards. PlayStation no way, 5. Dude. PlayStation 5 released a patent, a, a patent <laughs> that is showing something about backwards compatibility. Uh, I don't know if it's only PS4 games. How, I don't know how, how far, far but KT seems to know a lot about this. So I think it's. I think it was saying uh, going as far back as PS1. Uh, I could be wrong, but I I think I've seen that somewhere. Which even if you go as far back as PS3, that wouldn't be too bad for um, a, a modern gaming console. But I would hope it would go back to PS1 just for um, Medal of Honor. Uh, I don't know, Rapid Tony Hawk. Rapper. Cool. Yeah, yeah, just cool, cool classic games like that that you didn't get on the uh, PlayStation Mini. Cough, cough. Yeah. Um, you know what game but, I would uh, really want me. as backwards compatibility? Call me old school and funky, but I would play Parappa the Rapper again. You are old school and funky. <laughs> Parappa the Rapper was on a demo disc in Walmart, and it was like the only game you could play, and I would play it over and over because I kept losing. I was that bad at rhythm games. But I I'm a drummer. A- oh, God, remember those demo discs from like the PlayStation magazine and the Xbox magazines? Yeah. I got, I got a, de- I got a demo disc from Pizza Hut with, wow. with the rapper, the rapper. Yeah. My favorite and- demo was the iToy demo for PlayStation Two, because they had the Sonic game, you know, where you like move your hands and like you control Sonic and he's getting all the rings. You get the Chaos Emeralds. I was like, yeah, this is lit. But all the other iToy games were, eh. The ninja one oh, was yeah. funny. Well, the ninjas jump on the screen. You just slash them with your hands. My favorite demo was, was kind of hard. Jump Force demo that I never played. Which one? The Jump Force one. It was oh. so fun seeing the arrow strain. Oh wow! So they it basically pulled uh, uh, Anthem on you. You know, <laughs> wouldn't load. Keep giving you errors. 
Bro, Don't and worry. I was mad, bro, because, because, like, that, that was two demos in a row. Well, don't worry, you're getting four games on the same exact day. Yeah, my wallet's not ready for that either, Ghost. Um, that's too many games to buy. But speaking of too many games, Emily Rogers, earlier this week, said that there was going to be like 11 mystery games that Nintendo's going to drop soon. Um, I think one of them's supposed to be... Uh, was it like a Labo and the rest were all like first party secret stuff what do you guys think are going to be these 11 games and what do you want these 11 games to be but at least 5 yeah so. are these games that are already announced well no, no. apparently they're mystery games they're mystery games is what it said so, well, so there's been talk I'll... about Nintendo wanted to do a, a Zelda at least once a year, so it could be a new t 2D Zelda. Who knows? Um, what were you thinking, Ghost? Um, I would love me a new Kid Icarus, Kid Icarus, or a um, F yeah, F Zero would be cool. nice. Because like everyone's getting tired a little bit of Mario Kart and they're starting to lose his fatigue. Definitely since it was on the Wii U, so people are like, well, I need a new racer. And I think what if it's a new Mario Kart game? Uh, I will be counting on the tail's doorstep. Well, bro. I mean, we have Sonic Team Racing coming out. Ha 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 ha. Bro, bro it to yeah. be the year of racing. We have Sonic Racing. We have F-Zero, bro. It's the year of racing. Thank you. And well, then there's I that... Crash Racing. And then there's that uh, racing game that we talked about uh, a few weeks ago. Um, I oh, can't oh, remember yeah. the name right now. Xenon, Xenon. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, I, I feel like F Zero is different enough where they won't have problems. Like, see, I think they're going to announce Diddy Kong Racing. Yes, yes. a Diddy, either a Diddy Kong Racing like comeback because they're being so buddy buddy with Xbox. But what I really want is yeah. for them to make like bring some of these like older GameCube games back, like Custom Robo or like Gotcha Force or you know. Um, just yeah. like bring some obscure stuff. This that's also been. Well, sorry, continue that thought. I was just saying, like, bring some of those obscure games, you know, that were like hidden gems that cost like three hundred dollars to get. You know, back. Beautiful. Beautiful Joe would oh, be cool. Beautiful Joe would be interesting. I heard there was a rumor that that was coming though too. There was like, uh, it was in another article talking about the Super Nintendo games, and they announced they said like Beautiful mm -hmm. Joe might be coming to Switch. I mean, it did what well on GameCube. What was no. that N64? It was it was GameCube and N64 classics, but then they also said that mm -hmm. to the Switch in general, there was going to be Beautiful Joe coming. Now, if it's a new Ooh. Beautiful Joe, that'd be awesome. Capcom, bring us like another entry to the series. Like, give us Beautiful Joe 3, finally. Um, or, yeah. like, a HD remaster bundle that came with Beautiful Joe 1 and 2. Um, Red Hot Rumble was a fun game. That game is uh, basically kind of like a Smash Brothers clone, but it's all Beautiful Joe characters. Um, mm -hmm. And then I think they actually had one on the DS as well. Um, but other than that, like Beautiful Joe as a series, great series. TV show was hilarious. Um, yeah. Do you guys remember... I'm was... mm -hmm. oh, sorry, go ahead. You go ahead. I was saying, I think there was also talk for Wonderful 102 instead of Wonderful 101. 
um, the developer for it. He's been saying that he wants to bring another game to the to the Switch of that uh, series. Yeah, there what was. What about Yokai Watch? Hmm. That's that's already out. Um, uh, in well, not number four is going to be coming out very soon. Number three yeah. is coming to the to the USDS uh, 3DS soon, and I don't know why they're they still bringing games for the 3DS. They need to just did they say it was actually eleven Nintendo Switch games or just a Nintendo product? Well, there were games. eleven mystery Nintendo Switch games, and I think also she said some of them were Wii U ports. Because there's a few Wii U ports oh. we haven't got yet. So, uh, Wonderful 101 would be a great Wii U port to get, honestly. And then they can release, like, you know, a sequel, Wonderful 102, whatever. Because um, I asked someone the other day, I was like, have you ever heard of Wonderful 101? It's like Pikmin, but you're superheroes, and, like, you come together and form, you know, giant arms and stuff, and you fight down enemies, and you're like, no, I've never heard of that game. I'm like, are you serious? Like, it's one of the hidden gems on the Wii U. Aside from Tokyo Mirage Sessions, you know, your Xenoblade Chronicles X. Just yeah, those are some of the that games that one. aren't like ported to the Switch yet, you know? Yeah. And um and what own. is it? Mario Maker's not on Switch yet. There's there's a few games on the the Wii U that need to have a port if they want to port all the games that people haven't played. Yeah, definitely like and the same was like Xenoblade S is is like prime time because you had two, you had Torna is really starting to gain momentum. So if you release like S, like that's just all those people who played Torna and two just sifting to S. Well, yeah. So, <clears throat> I have the list right here if you guys want to hear. She's basically saying that um, Emily Rogers saying that from one through four uh, would be mystery games. Number five would be an eShop game. Number six would be a mystery Wii U port from a 2013 title. Uh, number seven would be an eShop game. Number two. Eight would be a new Labo kit. And number nine would be a Retro Studio secret game, assuming that it wasn't canned. Ten would be Metroid Prime Trilogy, which would be very interesting. And eleven would be another mystery Wii U port. This is basically what she said in her... her um, what's it, Twitter? I don't remember. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. If, yeah. if, even, mm-hmm. if even half of that is true, that would mm-hmm. be really outstanding. Um, and like... I just love it because, like, like as I mentioned, F Zero, Kid Icarus, and like Rails, those are all games that don't really have that much love. Like Pitman, it's kind of a hidden gem. The Swiss is new. Swiss is like on fire right now, selling. So even least like a Pitman game, it will get more publicity now. I feel than it would on the Wii U. Like more exactly. people will be like, and like, pit, 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 what? Pitman? All right, let's try this out. Yeah, because Pikmin, Pikmin 4 was announced, and, like, Miyamoto was like, oh, yeah, like, Pikmin 4, and I'm going to release these, like, movie shorts, because I went to Studio Ghibli, and blah, 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 and, like, where's Don't the game, stop. bro? Like, that was like, wait, we're going on five years now? I, it, that's what mm-hmm. it feels like. I may be wrong, but it's been a long time they talked about Pikmin 4. It was way before the Switch was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, my thing is, I just... I just want games like give me my Pitman. I need my Pitman for me and Steve must go on our adventure. My true. Although I I don't want there to be an oversaturation of ports. Um, I would rather I would rather have new IPs altogether uh, than uh, a port. They're great, but um, 
you know, you can't argue with the success of uh, ports like Donkey Kong, Tropical Freeze, Bayonetta. Uh, though, those did really well. Yeah, uh, those did really, really well. But I think it's time to, you know, move on from the Wii U. If you're going to port something, I don't know, make it digital only. And, you know, put out uh, new new concepts, new games. I think that's what the industry needs as a whole, not just the same things. Uh, the same formula, uh, Mario, Deluxe, platform, cookie cutter kind of thing. Uh, let's get some new stuff going. Well, I think, that'd, I think that would be helpful. Mario Paint. Yeah, Mario, Mario Paint? Paint. Oh, yes. if the Labo kit could be Mario Paint Labo Edition... You know where you it, yeah. it's, they they have the piano, you know where mm-hmm. you can make make your own sounds and synthesizers. I've seen so many videos on it. But if they made the like an actual Labo game that played like Mario Paint or whatever it was like back on the Super Nintendo, yeah, and yeah. you can like go and make your own um music with Paint the different brush. notes, paintbrush, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, the composer, yeah, the composer was was lit. I've seen people make like. Through the fire and flames with the Mario composer part, yeah. and I mean it's it's so funny because you're hearing it and you're just like, wow! Like they took a lot of time to make this, but it's 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 great. I remember Nintendo yeah, Powers used like- to have a, a section in the uh, magazine where it was a Mario Paint composer, and they show you how to do all the songs in scale, like Zelda theme, Mario theme, Star yes. Wars theme, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what Nintendo needs to do with our Switch what? news section? They need to bring Nintendo Power back, but put it on the Switch in the news section. You know where yeah, you yeah. They need. They should do that and, and make it like a digital magazine, so where we can like flip through and it'll have like stuff about Switch games and whatnot. Because the news, the news that section should be included into the Nintendo, Nintendo Switch Online. That should be included in that. Yeah, because I, I think, think that would be a lot better. A lot of the older fans of Nintendo in general. Would probably be on board with that, and like I don't know, it's just, it's just nostalgia can go a long way with Nintendo. It's always been that way. People love the old Nintendo stuff, but they also want new stuff, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, if- and I'm speaking of new mm-hmm. stuff. Like I did mention in the previous podcast that Microsoft could be working on a new IP, so that could also be one of them. Because they started, um, like March third. 2017 that that's like two and a half years so yeah and then game freak also is making town oh which, yeah which yeah, can't wait for is that. cool so we have a lot of new ips new things in the air oh, that could be filling thing. these slots mario that game that it was only a japanese port the snack world one yeah what about it are they making a port well not a port but a a translated version for the US? Well, they're still working on the anime for translating the anime over. Wow. Snack World. I, I love that game, Snack World. And I've played at least like 55 hours of it, of the Japanese version of it. And you get these little um, things called Jada, which are basically um, tiny little weapons. And you can scan them into the NFC chip. And you have a chance of getting that weapon added into the game for you. But, or you, you can get like different type of uh, um, crafting materials and stuff like that. And you can do it one scan per day, kind of like Amiibos. But like Manny could tell you, like I had a bunch of Jara and a bunch of snacks, which are basically like little cartridge things. I'll show you pictures of it later. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like 
The Switch does need more Amiibo support games. Not besides mm-hmm. Smash Brothers. I'll say it again. Like, Amiibos were a hit. And if they're going to continue to even make Amiibos, Nintendo needs to bring out a game that can fully utilize Amiibos. Not just giving us, you know, extra hearts in Zelda or arrows or random chests. Like, give us a game. Like, I want to see an open world action RPG where you scan your amiibo and that's the character you play as in that game. I know it's going to be hard because, like, the, the Smash Brothers ones have wide variety of characters from crazy series and stuff like that. Like, but just imagine, you know, what if they made Super Mario RPG Amiibo Edition and you could play as Samus or you could play as, mm. you know, a Fire Emblem character like Roy? You know, like, that would be dope, but I'm dreaming. And no. No, yeah. I was talking to Dio about that like a few days ago or can leave um Yeah. I was saying what if they had a full on Kingdom Hearts spinoff with only video game characters? Like Mario, Zelda and all that, and you had like the original Zor- Sora S character and all that, your original cast, but like the CP using party members like like video game character. Like the ultimate video game like crossover. Kingdom Hearts type of game? Yeah, yeah like See, Project Cross Zone is a lot like Fire Emblem. I've played both. Project Cross Zone 1 and 2. I love it. It's Amazing. If they ported those over to the Switch, you know, since it's technically a handheld, they would sell like hotcakes. I'm, I'm yep. telling you right now, Project Cross Zone, there's so many characters. They have characters spawning um, Bandai Namco, Capcom, um, Sega... Just like mm-hmm. these companies from the golden era, they have people from Fighting Vipers, they have people from Tekken, Street Fighter, Mega Man, they have um King of Dead Fighters. Rising. Yeah, they have stuff, King, yeah. Mm-hmm. King of Fighters, they have um they have Terry Bogard is in there. They have mm-hmm. all these crazy characters, like the ultimate crossover. They even have Xenoblade characters in there. Like I was shocked. Mm-hmm. And and they even have the dude from uh I think he's from Left for Dead. Um he's in there. Like this just... for Dead, you talk uh, uh, Dead Rising. Dead Frank. Rising, yeah, Frank with the camera, mm-hmm. and he's always taking pictures. He's mm-hmm. like, nice shot, and like the dialogue is so great. Um, I, I think wasn't Phoenix Wright in one of them too? Something I'm like that. I'm not entirely sure. It could be the second one. It might but be the second one. I, I like playing that. It, it makes me want to get my, um a, a 3ds again. Yeah. Because I miss playing those games. I traded it and and that's and why got I got like... a 3ds again. I literally bought those two games as soon as I got my 3ds. I got the first one for like five dollars, mm-hmm. and like the second no, one was right. like fifteen. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned Project Trust ones. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure part of Microsoft helped make that game too. Yeah, they did. That's, oh yeah, they they and made. They actually helped them. make both. Um, but like like I said, there's certain games that would work perfectly on the Switch. That they, yes, they're ports, but it's like they, they they ended the Wii U early to make something better because they wasn't selling, and now it's selling like crazy. So they're scrambling to really try to find content to put out there you know and with the lackluster online and everything yeah. we got going on it's it's just nintendo's in a weird spot again and and it's it's not that they're failing it's just that it's it's hard for us as the fans to figure out what is it they're gonna do like how are they gonna make this better like what's the mm-hmm. next step we're in limbo the, the entire time but the one company that i think is doing an amazing job at supporting the switch is Digital Extremes and Panic Button. They just released Fortuna for the update for a Warframe, and I played mm-hmm. like 15 minutes of it, and it's amazing. 
The update's like two hours long, but it's so worth it because because visually the game just looks amazing. Fortuna, the new open world. There's so much more to do. So if you haven't downloaded Fortuna, go ahead and do it and do yourself a favor and play Warframe. And speaking of playing games, while we wait for the next Nintendo Direct, what games are you guys playing to hold you over? I am playing... Well, I actually just finished playing Octopath Traveler, and it was fantastic. Um, definitely not what I was expecting, um, but overall, just a really, really well put together game. Really entertaining. Not for kids. I was uh, very surprised at some of the the uh, content. Yeah, but um, overall, wicked, awesome game. Uh, and last night, I finished uh, Spider Man for the PlayStation Four. And that is an amazing game as well. Uh, definitely deserved every nomination for an award it got for uh, the Game Awards this year. And I never in my life thought I would be so invested emotionally in a game, but I found myself with two little baby KT-sized tears streaking down my face. And it was well-deserved. Uh, really good job Insomniac Games. Uh, very good job. Oh, cool. Uh, well, I'm still playing Warframe. I have like over 325 hours in the game since it launched, and I'm glad Fortuna came out. Uh, as far as the direct, whenever that comes out, I'm hopefully waiting, and maybe there might be something exciting that'll come out. Like, I buy games left and right, and I don't have time to play them because I'm playing Warframe. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be spending that $60, man. Mm -hmm. Never Ghost Wolf, what are you playing? Um, I've been playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts and Tales of Vesperia. I'm more, I'm leaning towards Kingdom Hearts. It's just an amazing game, great way to start off the air. Um, the music's great, and I just love the combat. Um, is the fastest selling game in the series after it's been 10 years um i'm looking really forward to jump force like we said before even though it's releasing the 15th i'm still looking forward to it the same as luigi's mansion free is probably the game i'm most excited for for luigi's mansion <laughs> overall and these are games you're playing um, or are you planning on playing planning on playing like jump force then Okay. Right. I thought we were talking about actual current games you're playing. Uh, Mario, what are you what are you playing now? Um, at the moment, uh, on the Switch is uh, Tales of Desperia, back and forth with Warframe, um, and Diablo three because I want to get that season reward. But <clears throat> um, also, just if I'm at home and I don't want to bust on my Switch, I used to play Kingdom Hearts three as well. But yeah, mostly Switch and Tales of Desperia, really, uh, uh, and, and uh, Warframe. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, other than Warframe, what are you playing, Red? Um, believe it or not, I have been playing Final Fantasy VII on my PS4. No I, nice. Yeah, I wanted to go back through the game. I try to do it at the beginning of every year, just like go back through, relive the story again, because it's still one of my favorite games. Um, and there's another game on the Switch that just came out. It's called Dragon Mark for Death. It's basically 
Mega Man and Metroid and Castlevania all in one with four-player online co-op. It's an action RPG. And um, mm-hmm. they have two versions on the eShop right now. They're $14.99 because you get two characters to play as one version and then two in the other. And then they have DLC. But um, I was looking at it. I was like, wow, I really want to play this game. But I found out that the uh, physical version of the game comes out on the 26th of March. And you could pre-order it from GameStop and you will get all four characters and the DLC and like cool, awesome artwork and everything on one cartridge. So I think instead of e-shopping, you know, and getting it on there, um, I'll just get the physical so I get everything. It's like a better deal. It's, it's $49.99. But um, yeah, you guys go to the eShop, Dragon Mark for Death. Check it out. It looks amazing. And I would totally be down to play it with you guys because it's a four-player action RPG that plays like Mega Man, Castlevania, and Metroid. And each character has their own different abilities and whatnot. The trailers look freaking awesome. I'm not sure I'm supposed to trust you with this because, you know, you told me to get Onigiri. That was was Dio. Dio said Onigiri was great on Xbox. (laughs) And we all downloaded Onigiri. It's free to play. And it's horrible on Switch. So I just, said Onigiri played smoother on Xbox. Bro, yeah. bro. Onigiri, bro. They should have paid me to play it. Like, they yeah. should have gave me money. That's one of the few games that I've downloaded, played, and then deleted within the, the hour. Like, the it was hour, really more bad. like the five Goodness. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no, for me, it was like I downloaded um, overnight, and then I booted it up the next day, and within like a minute, I'm like, yeah, no. And I deleted it. And then yeah. later on that day, they're like, hey, yeah, you should probably get on and get Onigiri. Play it, play it. I'm like, no, I just deleted it. No. So then I re-downloaded it. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you know what? This game really isn't that good. I'm going to delete it. I'm like, what? Yeah. I felt well, proud of that moment. I'm a jerk. That's how it is sometimes. Well, yeah, well, when you guys left, I leveled up from like level one to level eight. Yep. <laughs> Real fast. By just like standing still. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Well, that's all the topics for tonight, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It's been great. Remember, this podcast is brought to you by the OGC, the best gaming community around where you can play in weekly tournaments and live streams with Obi every day. Join now at patreon.com backslash Obi One Place. And do not forget, we have a giveaway. You have to email me with why you think you should win and what's your favorite game on the Switch. We're going to give away a decent-sized eShop code for whoever wins, and we'll announce it in the next podcast. Thanks, guys. Peace.